Welcome to the Odd Bros Power Sports Podcast. Today we have a special segment called The Cookoff. Uh, it's a two-part series, and today we're posting part one. Uh, our two debaters that we have today are Patrick DeLorme and Stevie Renfro, two of our resident MMA analysts and experts. Uh, part one is regarding the UFC 249 title fights between Henry Cejudo and Dominic Cruz in the co-main event, and the main event being Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje. All right, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, man, I'm I'm leaning towards Ferguson. You can't count him out. Um, Justin is just as in, ju- Justin is intense, but um, uh, Ferguson is that much more intense, and it's um, I think he's going to be able to outlast Gaethje. I think it's the straight pick em fight. Um, I think Gaethje's biggest chance to win this fight would be within the first two rounds. Because if you watch Tony fight, he has a tendency to lean in forward and his chin sticks out and he does get hit a lot. Um, so with that, I would not be shocked if Justin knocks him out in the first round. But he has to stay outside of Tony Ferguson's elbow range because he does a lot of work there. And I think he doesn't want to go on the ground. Yes, Justin is a great wrestler, but... Tony's jiu-jitsu is, is a black belt, and you do not want to get caught in submission with him on the ground. But I would not be shocked one bit if Justin Gaethje knocks Tony Ferguson out. And not only that, Justin has Trevor Whitman as his coach, and he is one of the best coaches in MMA. So I think them giving Gaethje an extra, what, three weeks to get prepared for this fight? Gives him an extra three weeks to get a game plan for Ferguson. So I think his fight's a whole lot closer than what people think it's going to be. Um, I can agree on the on the power of uh, Justin, but in my in my opinion, I feel like he's been he's looked a better he's looked a little bit better than he he should because he's been. Um, I feel like he he knocked out a sloppy James Vick. He knocked out a cowboy who came in uh, rushing in. Um, he also knocked out a Barboza that was. Um, uh, that actually pivoted into his punch, so I don't really. See, I have a I have a hard time seeing that Justin is going to be able to uh, dislodge Tony with his hands. But I think more so, if he's going to win, it's going to be through the the leg kicks. I think he could out out leg kick Tony any day of the week. Um, I think for Tony's. Well, I wouldn't say he's been fighting scrubs. He lost to Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier. But if you go back and look at those fights, he went in as a brawler, attacking, walking straight straight into punches. Since he's lost those two fights, he has not done that. He has really picked and choose what he's doing. Yeah, I agree with you on Gaethje. When he gets hit, he has a tendency to lean him forward and block him. And if you're in close range with Tony, he will wrap your neck up pretty quick. And leg kicks will play a massive role in this fight. He has to come right out the gate and immediately tack in Tony's legs. Because if you can take away Tony's movement and make him more predictable and make him pretty much a standing target, that makes the fight more favor for Justin than it does Tony, because I don't see Tony coming out there and knocking Justin out with just a right hand. I don't think he has a knockout power compared to... And to the point that he... Edson circled into Justin's power. 
Edson was backing up, backpedaling, and Justin kind of lunged in and barely caught him and knocked him out. You cannot deny power, and MMA is one of the most unpredictable sports. You don't know what's going to happen. All it takes is one screw up and get caught, and you... Yeah, in, in accordance to uh, Justin's power, like it's it's pretty well known that if you run into a punch, you're most likely going to get dropped or knocked out. And Justin threw like a huge, like wiling hook into a Barboza that was turning right into it too. So he got clipped clean, didn't even have his hands up. To me, that was a knock. That was a knockout served on a silver platter. I think I think uh, Justin has been fighting uh, pretty pretty sound competition. He knocked out a uh, uh, Barboza, who I thought was going to win. He knocked out a Cerrone. I, I thought that was kind of a toss up fight as well. Like I know Justin, um, Justin's a lot more patient now. You could see that in a lot of his fights. But I see. Um, but that's the thing. Like a Dustin, like Dustin Poirier was able was able to take him out with. Um, with his volume, and he caught, he also caught him with like a really good punch, but that's the thing. I think Tony is so intense, and I think his, I think Justin could keep a good pace, but I think Tony's pace is just unmatchable. And I think since like the fact that that uh, Gaethje loves to lean his head forward, it's a nice ripe target for for elbows, and um, Tony's also like very precise with his hands. He's got very good boxing, and I think. Even more so, he could find... find. Okay, so even though Justin has become more patient, you still think that he's just a very good stylistic matchup for Tony, being that he's a slow, plodding guy more than he's really a mover and a dodger and whatnot? I absolutely think that. I don't think... like I don't think uh, Gaethje has the footwork. I think he fights more like a moving fortress. Yeah, Gaethje does not have the greatest footwork. He's kind of almost a moving target almost. I agree with you on the point that he took his head forward, um, especially against a guy like Tony who will wrap your neck up. Um, so I'm I'm sure that Trevor Whitman and them will be, be working on that. Uh, but does it make it more of a... Scarier fight for Tony, considering that Justin's taken it on a short notice and hasn't had the opportunity to prepare for someone like Justin, but which it goes the same way for Justin preparing to fight against someone like Ferguson, because there's really nobody in the... I'm not too uh, sure on the facts of uh, who has had more time to prepare. I mean, if Justin has more time to prepare for Tony, then very well he could have an edge in that. Will it make a huge difference in the fight? I don't know because, I mean, we all know that Tony is a very adaptable fighter. He will lose the first round, but he will win the rest of the he will win the rest of the fight. He will lose the battle, but he will win the. Oh, for sure. I mean, Tony has been hit and dropped a bunch of times. So, um, but like you said, I mean. Tony does typically lose the first round and comes back and weather the storm and win. That's why I'm saying if Justin's going to get this done, it has to be done within two rounds. I think if it goes up past two rounds, it, Tony Ferguson will win either by decision or just tiring Justin out and just pure volume of punches or going to the 
So, do you guys think that the fact that now that Justin does have more time to prepare for Tony and vice versa, that it'll benefit Justin more because he has more chance to watch tape of Tony or that it will make a difference? I mean, I, I think they have... Um... I mean, in terms of in terms of tape, I don't know if that makes a huge difference. Um, you could say like Tony's been in the UFC for a long time. You could find a lot of footage on him. Justin, I, I forgot the name of his last promotion, but there's tons of videos of uh, Justin fighting guys having absolute wars with him on uh, on YouTube. Well, I do want to say Justin's last promotion was World Series of Fighting. Uh, get that out of the way. I think it all depends on how much Justin attacks Tony's legs early in the fight. Because I think that's going to play a huge role in this fight. Uh, but I think if he doesn't have success of tearing Tony's legs up, which he should like he does everybody else, and, and breaks them down, I think it will favor Tony because his cardio is unquestionable. That man just goes and goes. He's like Max Holloway. It just doesn't empty. Yeah, no, I know. I absolutely agree with you on that one. Um... Will he catch him? That's a big question in and of itself. Like, we both don't know. Anything can happen in the sport. But I agree with you. If if that's a way, for, if there's a way for him to win, it's either that really early in the round or he chops him down. And I do realize that Tony has more ways to beat Justin than Justin does Tony. Because uh, Justin's very predictable. He'll stand there. He'll bang with you. He's going to attack your legs nonstop. He has not used his wrestling since he's been in the UFC, even though he is a fantastic wrestler. But if you go back and look at Kevin Lee, Kevin Lee gave Tony some problems with his wrestling, took his back, obviously got submitted out. But that could play a role too. Maybe we'll see Justin maybe try a little, a little wrestling. But either way it goes, it's going to be a fantastic fight. Uh, and... and I think there's no losers in this fight because whoever loses this fight will probably end up fighting Connor. No, I totally, I, I totally agree with them. This is going to be an absolute barn burner of a fight. Um, people have actually kind of wanted this fight too. I can see why some people don't want it because they want to see Ferguson and Khabib. But yeah, it's going to be an absolute war. I can't wait to watch it. Um, but I think him and I covered almost every avenue. Him and I agree and we disagree on some things. But uh, I'm ready to move on. And the UFC is probably hoping that Justin wins this fight uh, just because they don't have to book Tony and Khabib for, what, the sixth time and have a chance of it falling through. And I think Justin gives more of a problem to Khabib. I think it'd be a harder matchup for Khabib than it would be for Tony. Uh, yeah, both of you made some very good points. And if you have anything more you'd like to add, go for it. If not, uh, we can continue. Yeah, I agree with him. Um, we disagree and agree on a lot, but I have to say, Patrick, it's nice talking to somebody who kind of knows what they're talking about than talking to your everyday person who don't have a clue on what things are going on. Uh, but yes, this is going to be a must-see fight. Um, there's going to be blood all over the place. There's um, It's either a knockout or Justin's going to be busted to pieces and unrecognizable. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's, it's totally a pleasure. It's different from talking to your normal everyday um, casual UFC fan where they think strength or knockout power equals an automatic win, right? So it's an absolute pleasure, man.
man, this is another toss-up fight for me. Like, I really, I really want to lean towards Cruz, but like, man, you don't know what you're gonna get with Cruz. You don't know. It really depends what shape he's gonna come in, or like, which Cruz you're gonna get. So I'm gonna have to say Cejudo. All right, the next fight we're gonna be discussing is Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz, and according to Vegas. Dominic Cruz is a two to one underdog, but I feel like it's a lot more of a toss up fight than that. So I don't know. You guys, give me your takes on it. Yes, at first I was convinced that Dom was going to win this fight, so I went back and I watched the TJ fight and the Cody fight. And when he fought TJ coming out, coming back after the layoff, he looked pretty good, which I think TJ didn't have to to win that fight. But when he fought Cody, he almost looked slow. So. It's like you said, it depends on what version of Dom we're going to get to see. He's coming back at another three-year layoff, which he has said repeatedly he does not believe in ring rust. So I don't think he has the knockout power to knock out Henry as Henry has the knockout power to knock out Cruz. Uh, So this is a pick-em fight. It's going to be a good fight, but I think Henry will out-wrestle Dom yeah, I, I recently watched like the TJ Dillashaw and Cruz fight and yeah, Cruz literally rolled off the couch and won his title back and I forgot how hard it is to hit Cruz and I think like Cruz, he gets a lot of flack for how he looked in the Cody fight, but he even said himself like he fought three times that year. He fought TJ, Uriah and then went, fought Cody and then he went through like all these tough training camps in the span of three I mean, sorry, in, in a year. So I think that he was overtrained. Um, he's not a guy to make excuses. He'll never tell you that. But I personally think he was overtrained. Because, yeah, I agree with you. He did look slow. Uh, for Cruz, I think um, in terms of wrestling, um, Cejudo, he, on paper, he does have better wrestling. He was an Olympic-level wrestler, of course. Um, but I feel like size does make... A difference and Cruz has been wrestling bigger guys um, you know like since like the WEC days so I think I don't know I don't I don't think Henry's wrestling pedigree will be really relevant in that fight I think it'll cancel each other out um, the best shot that Henry has is just uh, is maybe his just his unorthodox striking but you know it's Time and time again, it's been very hard to hit Cruz. Yep, I was literally about to make that same point. Height and size is going to matter. Henry is about 5'4", and Don's about 5'8". And yes, Henry is a Olympic freestyle wrestler. But Dom is also a good wrestler. But he has a different style of wrestling, obviously. Um, so yeah, it most likely will cancel out. And... It is very hard to hit Dom. Very, very hard. That's why I can see him winning by literally going to a decision, not necessarily knocking him out. All right, but how big of a factor in this fight will Dominic Cruz's movement play, if at all? Movement is everything. It's hard to hit a moving target. I think if Dom can get in and get his shots and get back out, and not get in those close quarter ranges and get clipped. Cruz doesn't have any sort of, he doesn't have 
you know, he doesn't have, he's not an NCAA wrestler or anything like that, or like anywhere close to Olympic level. He's a high school wrestler with very fine, refined MMA technique. Um, you know, he's been out wrestling guys with better pedigrees. He took Faber down in both, in both fights more than he, Faber took him down. He took TJ down more and TJ has better uh, accolades to him. I'd be stupid to say that Cruz would out wrestle Suhudo, but it's shown that Cruz had he's been able he has really good timing with his takedowns, I notice. And he's very good at catching it when I when his opponents are being sloppy on the feet and they throw like a big like right hand or something, he just like takes him down. So I mean, I don't know. He may he could possibly outpoint Suhudo, you never know, but it's I can't really say that. I'd be stupid to, to say that. The only thing that has me like leaning towards Cejudo is just like literally just the question mark because you know Cruz he's he's getting old I think he's I believe he's maybe 35 now he's you don't know if he's even his prime anymore we'll have to see if he still if he still has it you know and if he wins the title this could very very much be like the greatest comeback story of all time it already it already was a great comeback story of, of all time when he uh, took the Oh, I agree with you. He is 35. Um, but yeah, it all depends on what version of Cruz we see. I think he will come out hungry and want to prove a point. I think a lot of people have already uh, pretty much knocked him off. Like nobody's really given him a chance considering the long layoff. But hands down, this will be the greatest comeback story ever if he wins this. And just coming back after three and a half years layoff, and being TJ, that already submitted it. But doing this, and I wonder if this is probably Cruz's last run for the title. Because he's had knee surgeries, and he does real good in the booth. So it wouldn't surprise me one bit if he would retire after this fight. Just because after your body takes such damage over and over again, injury after injury, being out for three and a half years, coming back, being out for three years, coming back, that takes a toll on you. So this might this might be uh, Dom's last run for a title shot. Yeah, I've been watching Cruz since he was in his WEC days. He's hands down one of my top five favorite fighters of all time. It's just like, not only just his fighting style, which is entertaining, but like his, his attitude. He can have a, he can have like, well, he had a broken foot. In the TJ fight, he just acted like it wasn't there. This guy is so mentally tough. He will not, like, allow ring rust to even be, like, an equation into his um his performance. So I think very well this could be, like, I think this is this should be a very good, you know, he's getting kind of old. I think this should be a good send-off to, um you know, to the end of his career. He probably doesn't have more than three years left if he became champion one last time. Like, I am all for. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it would do the UFC good having Cruz back on top as champion. It would look good. And it would just send a good message uh, that ring rest does not exist, which some fighters believe it does. Dom has said multiple times he does not believe in that. Uh, he's very mentally tough, and he is not going to give up. I think even if he gets bombarded, and things are going bad for him in this fight, he's not just going to give up like some fighters do. He's going to keep fighting back. So it's going to be... So if uh, 
Dominic Cruz does win this fight against Henry Cejudo, what does it do for his legacy going forward? Man, it does like a whole lot for his legacy. Jeez, he was the last WC champion. He um he he beat the invincible Demetrius Johnson. That's a huge feather in its cap itself. He um he beat Faber twice. He's one of the greatest uh bandweights of all time. He uh rolled off the couch, beat TJ, got his belt back. Man, like there's I I feel like he you know, the injuries plagued him of course. He could have been fighting a lot more guys. I wish we I wish he ended up fighting like Barrow or like Lineker or like Rivera or maybe even like Thomas Almeida when he was good. I would have loved to see those fights, but man, he was always fighting the top three, the top three of the division. So, you know, those to me, like his, his injuries are irrelevant. That's completely true. Going in and beating DJ was a huge accomplishment for him. And like you said, he's always fought top three. The UFC has always fed him beast. Like he's never fought really scrubs. He's always took pretty much the next in line for the title shot. So he is hands down one of the greatest uh, to ever do it. And for his legacy, I think this will submit him as one of the greatest fighters in the UFC. Just think what his career would be like if he didn't have all those injuries. It would be insane. He would hold the title for so long. It would be like the John Jones of that division, pretty much, I think. Um. Yeah, I think all in all, me and Stevie agree on the same thing. Uh, we both, I guess we both agree that Cruz is going to get the W. Great minds think alike. But, um, yeah, man, I, I don't, like, like, talking about it is, like, a lot more different than just thinking about it. Because now that I, like, I'm just, like, you know, I have, I'm having a hard time believing that, you know, like, Cejudo is going to take the W. I look at the odds now, I'm like, wow, I can't believe Cruz is, like, almost a 2-1 to one underdog. Like, wow, that's insane. Like, who, who, who would have ever thought? I don't think he's ever been a 2-1 to one underdog in his career. So, I guess we both have to say Cruz. So, if Dominic Cruz wins this fight, as you two are now predicting, does that cement his legacy as the greatest bantamweight fighter of all time? And also, what would happen to Henry Cejudo's legacy if he were to win this fight? Uh, to me, Dominic Cruz is already the best bantamweight of all time. Uh, TJ, he's not, not even the question, in my opinion. Cody's not even the question. Barrow is not even the question. He's not even the UFC. Cruz is the best bantamweight of all time. In terms of Henry's legacy, man, I think it... You know, the Demetrius Johnson loss kind of tainted it because he was just so thoroughly dominated. If Cruz, I think he will definitely, if Cruz does win, he will be overshadowed by Cruz. Yeah, Dom is by far the best bantamweight of all time. And for Henry, I think if he loses against Cruz, it will hurt him a little bit. Because um, he will get outshadowed by Dom bad. And it will do more for Cruz than it will Henry. I know it's crazy because... Vegas has Dominic Cruz as a 2-1 to one underdog, and yet both of you here do believe that uh, Dominic Cruz is going to pull out the W, so what do you have to say about that? And for the betting odds, <clears throat> Vegas seems to forget 
how great Dom is. It's kind of a what have you done me nail scenario. And they're pretty much going off of Dom's last performance, I think, and Henry's last performance. It's kind of ridiculous. Okay, thank you two for coming on. Greatly appreciated. Uh, for the viewers at home, just tell them any social media you can find them at. Uh, yeah, anytime, man. I am available anytime to do a podcast with you. Um, but anyways, people can find me on Instagram at King underscore Renfro, R-E-N-F-R-O-W. You can find me on Facebook at Stevie Renfro. And you can also join my Facebook group at UFC Live. Yeah, last thing I have to say is um, thank you for having me on this on this uh, podcast. Uh, Stevie, it was an absolute pleasure. John, an absolute pleasure. Uh, this was a good debate. Um, come haul at your boy, Patrick DeLorme. Come find me on Instagram. Thanks for having me out. I'd like to thank our listeners, and I'd like to thank uh, our two guests, Patrick and Stevie. If you like what you heard, part two will be released on Monday, and that's regarding the welterweight title picture. Also, you know, as usual, like and subscribe. You know, show us some love. Show us some hate, too, if you want to. Uh, you can find our Instagram down in the comment section below. You can get this podcast anywhere where you listen to podcasts, and I mean anywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, you name it, we're on it. So you can go out there, throw some love, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks. Bye.